trouble. It's the last thing that everybody wants to be in. And the first thing that everybody wants to be in is a giant vat of chocolate pudding. Mmm, that's a cream dream. Trouble. As a couple of resident badasses, we're used to being in trouble. Our mommies and daddies have had it up to here with us. Trouble. Double, double, toil and trouble. Fire burn and cauldron bubble. Eye of newt and snail slime. Give us the most downloads of all time. Trouble. Bad dog. Look at that. The treat bag is all ripped to shreds. That's not what a good dog does. Now go sit in the corner and think about what you did as I go buy replacement dog treats at the review. Welcome to the Review Universe, everybody. My name is Chris. I'm Steve. And this is a podcast about two intelligent men who are hired to review everything in the universe. Chink, chink. That was my you're idea light bulb. Your... Oh, so you're just saying you had an idea, not that you're intelligent. That's a great idea. How, what is it then? Uh, Pitch me. What's uh, your great idea? Uh, donuts should be completely filled circles all the time. Right. So half of donuts, you're saying, should be all donuts? As in, like, half of the donuts that currently exist, like, that yeah, should because, be the standard yeah, because donut. because any filled donut is going to be a whole, like, a circle. With I realized thing. my mistake as soon as I said it. <laughs> okay. So you have a bad idea. So right now you're not intelligent. Well, right? well, no, no. I'm intelligent for realizing that I had a bad idea. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> right. for not, and for not oh. digging myself into too much of a hole. Wow. Because that would be tough to get out of. And you love to dig. I do love to dig. Yeah. Have you ever... Um, have you ever done that thing on the beach where you, uh, you you start digging on one side and someone starts digging on the other, but you do it by the water so it makes a little underground tunnel of water? So, like, there, it's it's connected underground but not overground? Yeah, but, like, you can see the water go under it. It's I cool. maybe have seen it. I don't think I have enough pa- – I didn't have enough patience as a kid to do that, though. Neither did I. My sister used to kind of make me do it. But right. it was it, the end result was fun. So your sister forced you into digging a hole? Uh, yeah, well, she she forced me into to playing and having a good time. Wow, that sounds rough. I'm going to say a message to Steve's sister. Hey, Steve's sister, <laughs> quit making Steve have fun. Yeah, I don't like it. You don't like having fun? No, I do. I, I feel bad saying that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're, so you're pissed at your sister for making you have fun, even I've, though you like it. I've gotten over it. It seems like a very complicated relationship. I've, I, what do you mean? between you and your sister you 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 said she made you have fun mm-hmm. and you seem to have negative reactions to it however today you said you like you like having fun today is my my day of revelation i realized that that was a silly way to think wow you sound you sound like you're going through something quite uh, intense right now eh. little it's i was being sarcastic it sounds like you're you're oh you're not at oh, all. Oh, oh no. Well, no. On my way, on my way over here, I had to walk through tents. So for a period of time, I was, I was in going through intense. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and in other news, you're you're a dad. What? You've just you've become a dad since we last recorded, right? Oh, because of that joke? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How's how's uh, how's fatherhood? Uh know? the last 20 seconds have been a surprise. Right. Um but overall um pretty good. How's your little kid? Um so little, I can't see him. Oh, so he's invisible. Yeah. So you had a, a mutant child. A mutant child. Oh, that'd be cool. That <laughs> you'd have a mutant child? He had an X-Man as a kid and yeah. they weren't a bad one. Right. That would be cool. Um, those are called Y Men, the bad X Men. I don't know if that's real. It's so, anyways, guys, this is a podcast <laughs> about uh, Steve and I, who are stuck in this tiny room together, and we are uh, randomly sent things to review. We don't have any control over what they send. They meaning two people who have kidnapped slash hired us. Mm-hmm. Their names are the Dianes, Helen. Helens. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the Dianes are the sisters of the Helens. We know that they are female. Right, right. They've mentioned their sisters for some reason. Because it's a rule of it's a rule of nature for every Helen, there is one sister named Diane. Right. And but, we're so to be fair, we've never met the Dianes. No. We've never met the Helens. But right. we know the Helens exist and anyone named Helen has a sister named Diane. That is just fact. Correct. So, um, and someday we hope to meet the Dianes as well as the Helens. That sounds like a great Thanksgiving and or Easter and or I don't know, just reason to get together on a Sunday night for dinner. Right. And I kind of have a lot of questions to ask them. Okay. Uh, one, what are they feeding us to cause us to be immortal? Yeah. Two, uh, where did they find us back in the fifties? Seventy um, <laughs> something years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, had to do a little math there, so it took mm-hmm. me a second. And That's fine. three, what's your favorite color? Is that a genuine question? Yeah, I want to know. Not you. I'm ask- I want to ask the oh. Dianes and the Helens. <laughs> the Dianes and the Helens. Yeah. Uh, what do you think they're going to say? Green. Oh, but all four of them have a different color, hypothetically. Green, lime, emerald, and forest. Gump. Yes. What color? <laughs> Their favorite color is forest gump, if Crayola- which is like an off-white, right? I guess. I mean, I was you answered my next question. I was going to say, if Crayola made a Forrest Gump crayon, what? It'd be an off-white because of the color of his suit, right? Yeah, I, I guess I guess I think of it as like, is it a white suit? I was, it I was think it's kind of like light blue. But I know, oh, it's like beige, light beige. No, it's definitely white okay. from what I understand. And then he has like a blue undershirt. If You're I'm not going to believe this. I've never seen that movie. Really? No, I've seen Forrest Gump? No. Okay. Uh, that's, <laughs> seen that that would be surprising. That's another, that, like Shawshank, is one of those movies that whenever I turn it on, wherever it is, it. I have to watch it all the yep. way through. Uh, five minutes in, five minutes left, like doesn't matter. What else is like that for me? Um, Just Friends is like that for me. Oh, yeah, I think we've talked about have, this. On the uh, podcast? You know, I don't know if it's on this podcast or in person. I've talked about it a lot, but yeah, every time that, that Ryan Reynolds show, sorry, I was about to burp, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go for uh, it. Every time that Ryan Reynolds movie is on, I have to watch it. I don't know why I like it so much. Tim and Anna Ferris, right? And uh, Chris Klein? Correct. Chris uh, Klein. Chris Klein. <laughs> and also... Sometimes, sometimes known as Chris who's Klein. The main, who's the main girl? Anna Faris, I think. No, Anna Faris is like the crazy celebrity who's in the Oh, oh, oh. I, I don't remember. Um, uh, I haven't seen this movie. It doesn't matter. Well, <laughs> well, hey, guys. But you matter, whoever I just want to say something right up top. I have two important announcements. <clears throat> One will probably end up being a recurring segment on this show, and it's called Chris's Wrong Corner. Okay. Which is things Chris is wrong about the previous couple episodes. Chris's Wrong Corner. Because I, because I say a lot of things, and a lot of times those things are wrong, and I realize but it's always like obscure things. It's true. And you want to know what I was wrong about this last time? Uh, 
Yes, I do. Okay. I was just trying to think. So we were this. talking about um, Count Chocula characters. Okay. And uh, I had mentioned the character Fruit Brute. Is that not real? No, it is. Okay. Do you remember what I said the type of character Fruit Brute was? We said Frankenstein, which, which should be Frankenstein's monster. That was, right. Frankenstein's monster, I said, was Fruit Brute, right? Mm-hmm. And I also said... Uh, 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 Yum, yummy mummy? No, there's yummy mummy, fruit brute. Be- Frankenberry. Frankenberry. So oh, Frankenberry yeah. is Frankenstein. Duh. Fruit oh. brute. What do you think? I was incorrect about it being a Frankenstein. What do you okay. think it is? Uh, so is it like a like a King Kong kind of thing? Close. Uh, is it like a rock man? No. Is it like a famous monster? Yes. So Okay, so we've got, is it a zombie? No. Uh, it's okay. a person that turns into another monster uh, ever so often. Every so a often. werewolf? Yep. Really? He's a werewolf. Fruit Brute is a werewolf. Fruit Brute is a... I, feel I like apologize they done, to everybody. They could have done better than that, I think. It's true. And but, then um, I have another piece of information that I think is interesting to you, Steve. It's okay. a bit of a surprise. All right. Um, so uh, our last episode was about mobile games. And uh, Steve, what was your favorite mobile game that we played last episode? Gardenscapes. Gardenscapes. And uh, I hear tell that you may have played quite a bit of Gardenscapes since then. I am currently stuck on level 70. Level 70. 70. It is a super wow. hard level where you so have played to do a lot of garden shit. Yes. Okay. Um, so I did actually receive a letter from Austin, the, oh, the uh, butler God, from the main character of Gardenscapes. Okay. Uh, he's responding to you. I don't know how this letter got to me. It ended up in our review universe uh, at the, the review universe podcast at gmail.com. It ended up oh. in that. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and read the letter to you. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't think you've heard this before. I definitely haven't. I'm going to do it in his voice as well. Oh, so like a a not British British accent? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Dear Steve, hello, how are you? First off, I would like to extend a great thanks for being an A number one best in the world good little baby gardenscapes boy. That's a good start. The amount you've played in the last two weeks (laughs) has been literally psychotic. Oh, I can truly feel part of your soul being sucked into the backyard you and I have worked ever so hard to restore. That being said, I think it's important to establish some boundaries. I know that people can get attached to other people when you see them upwards of 100 hours a week, but there has to be a limit on what they can do to that other person. For example, it makes me incredibly uncomfortable to when you send me fan fiction about a three-way between you, me, and the yellow angry bird. Also, I have no interest in planting a lock of your hair in the backyard to see if a Steve tree grows. Actually, how about just not contacting me within the hours of 12 a.m. to 8 a.m.? If we follow that rule, I'm sure we will have a great life together. Thanks for playing my first 70 levels. And here's to 1,000 more, literally. Love, Austin the White Butler from Gardenscapes. Steve, are you crying? Hmm? Are you crying? Oh, no, I just was sniffling while I was playing. Were you going to read something? Um, Yes, I read you an entire response from Austin the White Butler from Gardenscapes. Why do you specify that he's a white butler? (laughs) (laughs) uh, So what, what have you been sending him, by the way? He said that you you sent him a 
fan fiction of a three-way between you and him and the yellow angry bird? Yeah, that might have been a slight misinterpretation. Okay. I, I'm not, to be fair, I'm not great at descriptions. Sure. Um, but it was, it, was, it was a three-legged race with me, the yellow bird from Angry Birds, and, and Austin. Right. Three-way can, can still be misinterpreted as a three-legged race, I guess. I also right? have great handwriting. So what sort of lines did you write to make him think it was sexual in nature as opposed to just a fun outdoor activity? I don't know, but I can kind of just from memory-ish kind of recite it. Recite-ish. Okay, let's hear it. Let's give me a little excerpt. Okay, dear Austin. Okay. And then yada yada yada. Get to the the, the juice here. Right. Can you sum up the yada yada yadas? Um, uh, chicken corn chowder, falafel. Uh huh. Um, pink spray paint. Okay. And literally. just three paragraphs that start with the word yada consecutively great so makes sense yeah and then um it was hey i kind of want to tie you and the 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 angry bird up together Uh with me and and um it's kind of like slowly make our way through a glorious field until we cross that finish line okay together as a threesome of people (laughs) and birds together it definitely sounds very sexual i don't know how i mean austin austin i think that's very clearly a three-legged race austin the white butler has a lot of imagination why do you keep calling him the white butler (laughs) because he is white i know but like he's whatever i'm not not, i am not igniting this flame (laughs) you clearly ignited austin ignited some flame in you because you're sending him a lot of messages apparently between 12 a.m and 8 a.m right uh and i also sent him lit matches in oh I don't, how's that even possible i don't know not a scientist um but what i try to do is i poke little holes in the envelope mm-hmm. so that um you know oxygen can get in and, and the flame can breathe sure. and i just i just cross my fingers uh, all of them and just hope to heck that, that that flame does not go out and the envelope does not catch on fire okay well it's a good good way to hope and dream i guess there's only hey, there's only one way which way the way <laughs> Oh, Steve, we got our uh, oh. oh, we got our uh, our little pneumatic tube filled with our assignment for this week. Oh, what are we? Uh, what are we? What are we doing? Oh my God, it's big red letters at the top, and it says trouble. Oh no, what is? It doesn't. Okay, so I'm gonna read. Continue on read. It says you're not in You're gonna trouble. continue on read. <laughs> I'm going to continue on read. You heard me. Okay. And it Just does. And sure. it says we're not in trouble, oh. but rather we're reviewing trouble. Now I need Different to ask quickly. Types of it. Need, I'm sorry to interrupt. I need I need to ask quickly. Is oh, this from the Helens or from? Is this a guest review from the Dianes? Uh, it's it's signed the Hell Dans. <laughs> the Hell Dans. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know what that means. Who knows? Maybe there sounds like, like someone was doing a three-legged race and writing a letter at the same time. Or it's like some sort of uh uh like biker gang guy who's named Hell Dan. Yeah, that would be. Yo, what's up? My name's Hell Dan. My name's Hell Ricky. <laughs> So everyone's just first name is Hell. Hell. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, Hell. Or ah, oh, heck, we don't swear in the Hell, D- Dan and Ricky. No, that's that's right. But I did stub my, my fucking toe. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're Irish now, apparently? Uh, no, uh, yeah, I... <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, Steve, we have a few things that revolve around trouble to review. Okay, what um, do we got? What, what's our uh, review scale for the episode? Oh, um, everything's out of every episode's out of a hundred somethings, and we decide that up top. Okay, bear bear with me on this logic here. Uh-huh. So when oh, you boy. think of someone getting in trouble, yep, typically 
there's someone on the other end of that who's getting mad. Mm-hmm. And I think of them getting uh, like like temp, like red and and heating up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna go um, degrees. A hundred degrees. That, that, that's kind of dumb. That's I'm lame. going. Uh, let's go. Boiling points. Boiling points. Let's go. A hundred bad report cards. Because that'll get you in trouble. Yeah, hundred bad report cards. Okay, I like that way better than mine. <laughs> mine was well, shitty. We got a spitball, right? You, yeah. you, hey, you've thrown some good ones in there, and I've thrown some good ones in there. I have. So I've thrown more than you, but shut up yeah. about it. You shut, you shut your fucking mouth. All right. Next up, next up, first up, hmm. we have Trouble the Board Game. Ooh. Steve, what? Papamatic. Oh yeah. And uh, Steve, let's start off by doing a rendition of the commercial. The Trouble commercial. You start and I'll go, I'll follow you. Okay, I don't really remember it. <laughs> it's a little kid. Uh-huh. Oh, he goes, uh, hey sweet... guys, want to get into trouble? And this kid pulls a heroin needle out of his arm. He's like, what? I don't know if that's... Um... What version did you watch? I was watching the 70s version. Oh, I watched the porn parody. The porn parody? Yeah. Of, of the Problematic Trouble, trouble <laughs> feature from 1995 featuring... Please, I'll let you go ahead and take this one away. <laughs> What what happened in this porn parody commercial of Papamatic Trouble? Well, let's just say a lot of things were popped. Gross. <laughs> it's fucked up. Oh, no, the regular commercial. It, right. uh, I think it can actually get a, uh, a little... No. It's fun getting into trouble. It's fun getting into trouble. Yeah, it's fun getting into That's trouble. But yeah. then at the end, the, the mom, mom comes, comes in. in. Oh, this Do you want to cl- be the mom or should I be the mom? Uh, y- you be the mom because you're going to remember okay. exactly what she said. And okay, I'm gonna... and then we'll both be the kids. Oh, of course, okay. yeah. <laughs> kids, what are you doing in here? We're getting, getting into trouble. Yeah. It's fun getting into, into trouble. trouble. <laughs> like pops Don't a choke lot on small pieces. Yeah, so it's that game where there's a little uh, like plastic bowl in the middle of the game board and you like pop it you like push push down and it like triggers bubble, this yeah. little metal plate that rolls a, a die for you yeah and um that die so essentially the goal is to get your four pieces around the entire board and back to where you started from yeah you have like you start in like a home base and you have to get what they call a cross kind of what they call like a finish line mm-hmm. and i have to get all my four pieces across my finish line before right. chris does or whoever else is playing there's up to four people and uh you can't get your pieces out of your home base until you roll a six is that correct that Steve? is correct but once you roll a six you keep going until you no longer roll a six and that's basically it the only other big part mm-hmm. is that once pieces are on the board and moving around if i land my piece on top of steve's piece his piece gets bumped back to the start line right or if his token in the game lands on top of my token in the game i also go back to the start line that's what i just said i know but i was I was double entendring i took uh, a page out of your book you I should be happy. you just said the same sentence so you didn't make it any any more sensual i guess you seem very sad. I'm sorry. Know. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to get at you like that. I'm sorry. I know you're very sensitive about your. I didn't your... mean to get under your skin like that. I. I um. Just. Just. Just call me a rash. Put some cortisone on me and just get me the hell out of here. I'm. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, it's fun getting into trouble, Steve. So I understand where you're coming from. I'm sorry. But it, it was fun. That was. Yes. Fun. I got a little trouble. I feel. So good. we played a game. Um. Mm-hmm. Our Our version was a Lion Guard <laughs> version of lion. trouble. Is <laughs> the Lion King by Disney Junior. Yes, it's, yeah. it's it's on Disney Channel and it's like a it's like Simba's kid or something. I've never seen uh, the show, but me neither. 
Um, yeah, they all seem like vague, like kind of not ripoffs, but like spinoffs of main <laughs> Lion King characters. Right. Yeah, the of course they are. Right. Yeah, I, I'd never heard of this. That's why you'd watch it. Sure. But um, you want to try to explain how that game went, Steve? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. It was pretty fucking fun. It was fast. We probably it was probably only like four minutes long. If you, I think that's what's kind of cool about this is if is if you have two people who know how to play the game, it can go really fast and kind of like fast and dirty. It was a nail biter. So here here's how it started. So like Chris mentioned, you have to roll a six to even get on the board, and I couldn't roll a fucking six to save my life. I had literally two of my four pieces across the finish line, like untouchable. It was to the Chris point, even rolled a it six. It was to the point where I was just pushing the button over and over. And Steve went into one of his laughing convulsions. I did have a laughing convulsion. He was convulsion. laughing so hard because I would not, not roll a fucking six. Yeah, he was just getting, I could see he was getting so frustrated. But I, it was just <laughs> It was ridiculous because it was ridiculous. I maybe rolled, I would say, what, probably upwards of 30 times without rolling a six. Easy. And then. That's really like really uh statistically hard to do that's it's incredibly statistically nearly impossible but uh at one point during this I, I, during my laugh i go you're gonna fucking come back and beat me i just i, I just know. know it and i was like no 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 trust me <laughs> and then it, it actually got pretty exciting we yeah. you know i i got uh, one on the board and yeah. then i got another one and then another one i rolled a ton of sixes in a row yeah at one point yeah he got like three or four sixes in a row he had like three pieces on the board and bear in mind, you know, he has none finished on the finish line. I have two in the finish line. Mm-hmm. So I got kind of have a head start here. And then, no joke, he probably sent three or four, maybe five of my pieces back to home base. <laughs> yeah. So he lapped me. What happened in the in in the end was he mm-hmm. got so like I said, I started up two nothing. Then he caught up three two, and then it was like we were literally rolling like back and forth yeah. ones and twos. It was like a creepy crawl across the finish. But here's something I don't think we noted: and when you're going into the finish line, so you're going into the second space, mm-hmm. you have to roll the exact amount Number, of spaces right. to get into that space. So yeah, so, if your if your final one is like three spaces away, you need to roll a three or a two and a one or three ones. Yes, and that's that is the only way you can you can't like you know split up the turn or whatever. Right. So, so I was I was rolling over and over trying to get a three, and then yeah. when I was doing that, Steve scooped past me, and mm-hmm. it was like literally one space away from me winning, yeah. me beating him. And I got I rolled a two. It would have been literally the greatest moment of my life, I think, yeah. if I had beaten you. Yeah, it was one of the greatest moments of my life though, not losing to you. And it was <laughs> and it no, but I, I rolled a two and we you can see we put a picture on the on the Instagrams and on the Twitters. Check it out at, at @reviewuniverse PC. Yeah, PC like podcast and it's PC is like podcast, Steve. Right, that's why I was just Good making. job. He is a treat. He loves treats. That was a lemon. A, a full lemon. A full-size lemon. lemon. <laughs> That's, oh, God, it's getting stuck in his throat. Uh, wait, Steve, uh, uh, let me, I'm going to squeeze your eyeballs, and then lemon juice will come out of your ears. Mmm, fresh lemon. G-laid. Lemonade. Lemon jade. <laughs> well, I said lemon jade. Ju- Were you going to say juice and then aid? I don't, yeah. It was, there was a lot of things happening in my brain right <laughs> Yeah. It's fun getting into trouble. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but it, it was it was actually pretty fun. It like, got kind of intense. I had a lot more fun than I thought it, I would. I did, and, too. And Steve, so so full disclosure, Steve purchased a uh, trouble set 
uh, from Amazon, <laughs> and it was supposed to be delivered yesterday, and instead wasn't delivered until about two minutes before we started recording, so yeah. we didn't actually get to play the Star Wars version that you purchased. Yeah, it was like R2-D2, you're popping his head in the middle, I think. But We don't know, I, we don't have it. I'm a real smart guy and forgot that we had a version of Trouble Here. Yeah. Um, so we played that one. But so now I get to go through the whole process of, of sending it back and waiting for my refund, but whatever. <laughs> it's fun getting in trouble. <sighs> you what? are in trouble. Yeah. Because so you're having fun. I, it's fun. All right. Let's give Trouble our final rating. That might be our fastest review. You got to do your review over the sound. Okay. Uh, well, first I thought it was fun getting into trouble. And then I, I, I realized it, it was fun getting into trouble. And I had a very good time. And I won. And I beat your stupid ass. 88 out of 100 bad report cards. Wow, 88 out of 100 for that game. Surprisingly, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'd give it a high rating if we're just judging that experience. Sure. But I'm trying to take the entire game as a whole. And I think it's a decent, like, game to play as a babby, right? Like, when you're... when you're As a what? Babby. Oh. Baby. I thought you said baddie, like a bad guy. Yep, a baddie. Uh, like a like your like Goomba. Only, yeah. Well, I guess that would make sense a though. Goomba from Mario. Right, but that makes sense because like a baddie would get into trouble, so they would play this game. Like this trouble is a game to them. Wow, that's good. Hey, you said it. I and thought you trademarked it. TM. Um, but otherwise, I think it's just an all right game. Um, it, 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 although I, you know, I could I could see it turning into some sort of drinking game. Oh, totally. Imagine um, playing with four people. We only played with two. Yeah, like that could have taken a long time. I, I honestly would probably try try play it again. Like maybe maybe. One I think night. it would be fun, like betting on it. Yeah. Like if we had you know a couple of friends. Take and, like, it to Vegas. Yeah, why not? Like I think that would be amazing. All right, put down your bets. We got the Popomatic in the middle. How much are you betting, sir? Seventy-one dollars. That's really random and specific, but I can't it's say no. It's my life savings. Why are you mocking me? That's I'm not mocking you. This stop mocking me, I'm sir. I'm not mocking you. Sir? This is Vegas. This is how everyone speaks. <laughs> sir, we got to talk in the back. Oh, okay, let's go to the back. <laughs> sir, yeah. I do not appreciate you mocking me in front of my employees. Sir, is I it... what? Go. It go. Okay. okay. Now you're now just. You're just... Brody, Brody lot. come over here. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Yes, heard... what can I help you with, sir? Is this the Birdie McSmashalot? This is me. All right, well, let me get Tweety McJamsalot over here. I got one of these guys, too, and I need you to rest assured I'm not mocking you. It's me, Bert McSmashalot. It's... Bert, get him, Bert. Okay, I will. Wait, I guess everybody does talk like that in Vegas. See what I mean? You got a point. Let's shake hands on it. Shake uh, hands. hands. And scene, I, I guess. guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, let's send that one up the tube. Do you want to do the voop? Yes. Because every time you tell me to do the voop, you just end up doing the voop. Well, at the I end. like you doing the the creaky stuff, and I like to do the voop. Okay. Voop. <laughs> yes. I feel like you can do better than just that. Better than voop? Yeah. I I feel like voop's my thing now, though. Yeah, but I want to try to. I want to hear like a full fledged version one day. Oh, okay. I still said voop, but I hid it amongst other <laughs> and sounds. You did a push before. <laughs> All right. On that note, next up, Steve, 
We have uh, G flat. Uh, what? A G flat. That's what that note was. Um. Yes. But Steve, guess what? But Steve. Buck Steve. But Steve. We have a film from the year of 1991. The year of our Lord. <laughs> is 1991 <laughs> the year of our Lord? And they're is all. It because I don't know, it's uh, you say. Is, it, is it because it's a uh, same forward as it is back? Palindrome. Yeah. Palindrome. I, I know. <laughs> you got me. I couldn't think of it. No, no, it's okay. I wanted to be supportive there. I love palindromes. Race the movie's car. called Nothing But Trouble. Race car is a palindrome. The movie's called Nothing But Trouble. Nothing But Trouble. And Written by Dan Aykroyd. And directed by Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, the only movie he ever directed. Is that the only one? I, IMDb trivia this, so unless they lied okay. to me, then yeah. But they would never lie to you, would they? I, I, I don't know. It's kind of a pretty serious right. community in those comments. So this is a pretty infamous movie for being fucking terrible. Mm. Um, let's go ahead and save our opinions for it up at, at the end. Yeah. But uh, let's just start at the top, okay? Yeah. Um, jump right in. First we all, open. You... Oh, go ahead. We open with boringness uh yeah yeah which I, the first five minutes of the movie is are just overhead shots of new york with, yeah, credits while, with like jazz music while sleepy jazz music is in the background that's, i feel like that's kind of like pretty standard 80s i know that's why it's boring oh okay right yeah it, that was like i definitely played some gardenscapes when that was going on <laughs> you did what did austin <laughs> say about that uh nothing because i was still fucking struggling on level 70 i thought you said you were still fucking him which is possible computer it's a computer. Yeah, but you, um, you, you find a way. <laughs> Don't narrow your eyes at me. <laughs> um, right, so, yeah, bo- super boring introduction. Yeah. And, and then, then we, we finally get to Our main mansion. character, right? Yeah. And our Chevy main character Chase. is played by Chevy Chase. Yeah. His name's Chris in the movie. Hey. Which is my name. Yeah. Did you know that? Uh-huh. That my name's Chris? Yeah. Oh. This is called The Review Universe with Chris and Steve, and I'm Steve, so Oh, I thought default. it was The Reuniverse with Chevy and Steve. I, uh, I wouldn't want that. Chevy. You and just a car an, an inanimate car <laughs> a chevrolet <laughs> yeah, yep chevy yep chevrolet yeah yeah um yeah okay so go ahead i'll let you i feel like you, you're you're on a roll here so no i mean I'll, I'll go through like the plot of sure. the of the thing and i'll make any things i want to talk about make any things i want to talk about and you can uh, i will make also make things, things that i want to talk about <laughs> yep these are good words out of my face like this here's a foil ball swan squirrel mm, that's too many animals Mm-mm. one too many in watch my me I guess I don't want. I, I would like to see a squirrel and a swan bang. It'd be what? kind of fun. Right? What is that? You're, you're, swan squirrel. You said a swan squirrel. I did, but like half. I got a. I got a. I got a. I got a squirrel front and a swan front, so they're joined at the butt. Like cat dog. Cat dog. Never seen cat the dog. I just alone in the world with a little cat dog. I just want to see what it would be like for a swan and a squirrel to bang. Well, I'm sure that's on the internet somewhere. <laughs> yeah, there's fucking fan fiction for everything, right? I, yeah. All right, I'm sorry. So um, Chevy Chase gets out of a limo and talks to some guy with a cigar in his mouth, and Chevy Chase seems really awkward with a cigar in his mouth, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, every time. Like, I, I noticed that literally every time. I was like, I, I just, this doesn't feel natural. No, and he, he can't talk really, really well. Mm-hmm. But he's very rich man, and he gets out of the the car, and he's talking about. He some writes sort of a financial, financial newsletter. newsletter. I don't remember what it's called like the Towns something or the. Right. I forget his last name. Chris, Chris's Financial Times, starring Chris. Yeah, that's basically that's it, though. I, I know you're joking, but it's like something like that. <laughs> and then uh, it's he's having a fucking party in his penthouse, and he gets into an elevator, and uh, that's where he meets Demi Moore. Demi Moore. Do you remember her name? Her character name? Uh, no. Karen, maybe 
Karen. I'll say this, which which I think leads me to a major point. It's Diane that, Lightson. Diane. Okay, so hey, Diane. Uh-huh. Oh, I bet she's got a sister named it's Ellen. Probably her, one of the Dianes upstairs. To me, more that'd be cool. Yeah, right. I, just play, re- reenacting her character <laughs> yep. from, from this movie. Um, so, I, I will say this: the fact that I forgot that, I'm not surprised. Yeah, because mm-hmm. so much of this movie is forgettable. Um, like, I, there's a lot that's memorable, but there's a lot that's I was, yeah. Okay, it's like kind of that not, weird. I, I, don't, I don't think I'll have a lot of trouble forgetting this movie. You're gonna like you're gonna say a lot of things to me like, oh yeah, I forgot about that, right. and I probably will too. Right, because the stuff that you remember overshadows anything. It's that, so zany uh, and bonkers, but please go ahead. Uh, I wouldn't use zany and bonkers as uh, maybe one of the lower adjectives, but not one of the main ones. It's, um, it's a lot of things. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, she f- finds him in the elevator and grabs a paper out of Chevy Chase's hand. That was super weird. So uh, the implication is that she's, like, new in the building right. and that Chevy Chase held the elevator for her because I guess he thought she was hot and then, like, he, like, let it close on some other lady who we never see again, which is, Oh, like, yeah, right. I, immediate, I very immediately didn't like Chevy Chase Yeah, in, in this movie. And I think in real life he's not the best person. No, he's I, apparently pretty awful. Yeah, if he's, like, super, like, chauvinistic and... Racist. I, I don't know about the second part, but I... I I, I I read I read some things. Okay, that's fair, and I, I believe it. But I, I putting that aside, just try, I, I did try to put that aside because I do have a slight bias toward Chevy Chase. Because you like him? No, exactly oh, the opposite. Like but I was like, okay, I'm just gonna like objectively, as best I can, objectively watch this character. Sure. And then, but I was like, that's you put anybody in that situation. It's like they're not likable. I don't like them talking and with their their thing in the mouth. They like, right. seem awkward. And this cigar. And then it's like, okay, <laughs> he's just called? like being so creepy in the elevator with Demi Moore. Yeah. And then she was like kind of creepy too. And she just like stole that thing from him. She also looked paper. like Tilda Swinton. Yeah. She looked like a younger, like younger Tilda Swinton. She looked Swinton. a little like Cruella DeVille. Yeah, but she had black hair. Oh, I guess, yeah. Cruella DeVille has she, black hair. She has that like stripes, white streak. Right? But yeah. yeah. I can see that. She it's like, like a, a fur coat. It's like a Tilda Swinton version of Cru- Cruella DeVille. That's a very good description. Cruella de Swinton. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tilda DeVille. That's fun to say. Tilda, Tilda Deville. Tilda Deville. You're Tilda in a bunch Deville. of weird movies. Tilda Deville. You also kill a lot of dogs. It's really weird. How are you still getting parts in movies? Tilda she was, Deville. I liked her in uh, Doctor Strange. I like Tilda Swinton. I was saying Tilda Deville. Oh, the specific. She's murdering puppies. How is she still oh. getting. See, I'll movies? be honest. I got a little distracted from the song because I was like, I felt so bad. I was like, I like Tilda Swinton. I, I don't like. I like Tilda Swinton too. Oh, okay. So to be very clear, Tilda Swinton, because you're obviously listening to this, we, we like right. you very much. Yes. Please um, send us $800. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, so. Total, then they meet total, Brazilianaires. Total. Right? 800 dollars Right. Yes. Oh, Brazilianaires. This is a term they actually use. Yes, they use the term Brazilianaires, and is it racist? I, I, you wouldn't see it in a movie today. No. Were they played by? No, uh, they were not. Latinx actors. No. Okay. Uh, the well, I, I can't say that for sure, but I, I'm pretty sure a Tyler. The male, Negron, I'm pretty sure, was white, right? I think his name's Tyler Negron. Okay, uh, and then like the female. I love him. I in in general, I love that dude. It seems like the fe- he died a couple years okay. ago. It was the so sad. The female was uh was Spanish. Okay, but he is like from like Ohio or California. Okay, he's he is not from Brazil. He was a playwright, and he was born in California. Yeah, he is the son of a Puerto Rican couple. Okay, so okay, so so fair. yes, then okay, kind of. But they weren't like they weren't the stereotype characters that they were playing right they were sure. definitely stereotypes yes um but just a quick shout out to is it is it taylor negron I, mm-hmm. uh is that it uh taylor 
Negron. Yeah. E G R O F. He he. Rest in peace. I uh, I loved him. He was in the Last Boy Scout. He was mm. one of the bad guys in the Last Boy Scout. Nice. And he was so good. He plays a good bad guy. He plays a great bad guy, and he was also in Angels in the Outfield. Oh yeah, I he love was that like the um, assistant for the angels who had to like babysit. Um, what's what's the guy's name? Don't know. He, he's in. Uh, fuck. What the hell's his name? Oh God, it's on the tip of my Johnny tongue. Johnny Depp. No, uh, Five Hundred Days of Summer. Oh, oh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes, yeah. He like babysits, has to like babysit Joseph Gordon-Levitt yeah. at the games. You sure it wasn't Johnny Depp or? Yeah. Okay. Very, very sure. Um, so anyway, RIP. So then they idea. fucking make plans. Uh, uh, Tilda Swinton and uh, Chevy Chris take make plans to go for a drive together because they're going to Atlantic City, right? Right, because it turns out the paper There's, that Demi stole yeah. was f- like her... Honestly, though, these details... Let's not bog down on weird small details in this movie. I don't uh, think th- that that I'm going matters. to temporarily bring this up because I I knew nothing about this movie. Uh-huh. I didn't watch the trailer. I didn't know anything about it. I was like, oh, okay, so this is a huge part of the story. Right. So like, they make it seem like it's going to be. It's like, oh, my, so Demi Moore stole this paper, like a booklet so or pamphlet. You're getting into this? For one second. Okay. And then it's like, because it turns out her client, she's a lawyer, her client is doing something without her permission, but her client is also her lover. So she uses, she goes up to the party and is like, all right, Chevy Chase, let's go for a drive. Mm-hmm. And that's how this starts. And then the the Brazilianaires, mm-hmm. we'll just say that, um, were like, okay, we'll, we'll, oh, a drive, we'll go with you. That sounds great. And then Chevy Chase was like, okay, we're meeting at noon. And then they walk away and he's like, they're Brazilianaires. They, they have breakfast at two. They won't be awake. We'll never see them again. And mm-hmm. then cut to next morning. Cool. So that can be just. So let's distill out all the unimportant information in what you just said. But the thing is, it's framed as important. Information. No, I know. I know. I'm not saying what you said was unimportant, but I'm saying this is how the movie okay. is. Sure. So after the movie's completed, the important information you said there, they decide to go for a drive. Brazilianers tag along. Right. That's I think much to their surprise. That's it. That's, that's all it. that you need to know about the plot of the movie, right? That's 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 it. The first 20 minutes. Really just didn't have to happen. For sure. So then they go for a drive, right? Chevy Chase decides that he's not going to go, but then they see her. And she took off her glasses, so she's extra hot. And then she he decides to go. Well, Chevy Chase decided he wasn't going to go. He's like, I'm so hungover. Just just give my key. He goes to like the Irish uh, valet again. He's like, mm-hmm. just give my keys to Diane. Tell her I can't make and it. And then the doors open slowly. Yeah. And then I don't know if saxophone music plays, but I feel it like it, it might have. But then he's like... She looks almost the same as the previous night. She looks exactly night, the same. But but she doesn't have her glasses on. Oh, is that the only difference? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it, they were very... And so very, that was, you know, as going by a movie trope, someone takes off her glasses, she's automatically hot. Yeah, especially Steve, in the could 80s. you take off your glasses real quick? Okay. I, 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 Boeing. Whoa! What a... Ba- oh, he put it back on. That, um... Now you're just a plain Jane. Yep. So they drive to Atlantic City, and he has this new car that had like some old, real old school like GPS in it. So actually, I actually kind of looked that up because I was confused. Because said that. they said at one point the cartridge, right? They, yeah. They said, so it's like, they, if I understood, because this is like the largest chunk of IMDb trivia. Okay. So there were like very the earliest version of GPS came out in like the early, 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 early nineties. Sure. And but there were also some things like that, which I believe was like a pre-uploaded map. Right. It was so, it was a cartridge, right? Yeah, With just yeah, a specific exactly. map on it. And it was actually that, I thought that's kind of cool, actually. It is kind of uh, cool. It's one of my favorite parts of the movie. Really? <laughs> kind of. Uh <laughs> and then so they fucking drive through a town, right? Mm-hmm. And uh Oh wait, can I touch on one thing? Go ahead. When when Chevy Chase 
Chevy Chase decides he's not going to drive because he's initially decides he doesn't want to drive because he's so hungover. But then he's instantly not hungover. He's like totally fine once he once he saw Demi and he's Moore. like shaving in the car. Yeah, I thought that was one of the most eighties parts of the movie, like the guy in the Beamer shaving with like his electric razor. <laughs> I, I don't know why that stuck out to me, but real stupid, super dumb. Um, so they drive through a small town, right? Mm-hmm. Cause they, cause part of why they did that is like, they were like, okay, we're going to Atlantic city. The Brazilianaires thought they were going on a picnic. So Demi Moore was like, all right, let's take this little side road. It'll, it won't take us any more time. It'll still be like, we're going on a picnic or like, right. we're still seeing some nature. We're not just going straight and The Brazilians to really want to go on a picnic as well. Right. And so they drive through the small town and they, I guess they were on a stop sign because then John Candy, who plays a couple of things. Yes, he plays a, a like a cop and uh, chases them down. And then for some reason, the Brazilianers are like, hey, you should outrun this cop. And Chevy Chase is like, well, all right. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's a small town cop. He can't drive fast. You have a fast BMW. Whoever would do something like that? Nobody. <laughs> and then Chevy Chase's logic was like, well, okay, worst case, I get caught, I pay a ticket. Which is not true, right? I, he, they almost died several times. <laughs> yes. And it was just like, but why would you do that? And and here's here's the first inkling I had that some of this movie was was improvised uh-huh. was when they're they're driving and the Brazilianers are like egging them on. Mm-hmm. Like there were these like very flat line deliveries of, come on, Chris, you can do it. You have fast car, go yeah. go fast in your fast car. Come on, Chris, you can do it. There's a lot of like added quips. In, yeah, especially just, from fucking Chevy Chase, it really pissed me off. Yeah. So the the quick IMDb trivia oh, of yeah. that is Chevy Chase did not like the script, but he was friends with Dan Aykroyd, and they thought that some improv would help the movie. Of course. Ooh. And it did. So imagine it really, ima- really imagine this movie without that. It's just like, why why do you think you could outrun a fucking cop? Like, right? And why would you? That's so dumb. Like, even if you didn't do anything wrong, you don't think you did anything wrong, right. just like, fucking pull over, Taking it from zero to 100 for no reason. That'd no be like, reason. Uh, excuse me, sir, you're jaywalking? Sir, you're jaywalking. Oh. Uh, please stop. Oh, um, no. I'm gonna. I am going to continue walking. Okay, uh, but I'm just gonna ask you to stop. Okay. So. Well, now I'm gonna pull out my hoverboard with rockets on it because <laughs> we're beyond 2015, so these exist, and I have one. Um, excuse me, sir. You cannot go on your hoverboard with rockets. Oh uh, well, uh, I can, but this just can't. Sir, go it's on literally water. just. It a, just I'm just asking you not to jaywalk. Well, if you I, run I, away I, from I, me, I, I, I will I, arrest I, you. I'm gonna and stab. You <laughs> Why did you do this? I to me. I just figured the worst thing you were going to do was give me a ticket. Here's and a I ticket, didn't wanna... sir. Oh. Please be. This still sucks. In court in a week. You know what? I feel like. Are you ticket. okay? Ugh. Oh, no. He died. That means I'm in trouble. But you know what? It's fun getting into trouble. Boing. Anyway. Pop. All right. So let's let's get to the, the meat of the yeah, movie, so, if you want well, to even call so, it that. Yeah. So they get pulled into the Justice of the Peace's house, which is like this crazy maniac mansion, right? There's yeah. There's just shit everywhere. There's, like, fucking lawn ornaments and piles of books and, like, it's really hard. Weird metal sculptures. Yeah, it just looks insane. And I feel like they could have had so much fun with that. So, yeah, that's a big thought of mine. Um, And I'll get into it a little later. But um, they they go in front of this judge's, like, stand. And then old Danny Aykroyd comes out. Right. And, by the way, the alternative to them doing this was them getting shot. Right. By a, a so girl yeah, with a John, shotgun. Yeah, so John Candy brings him in, and he... By the way, John Candy, why would you give John Candy that part? He plays a cop and has literally no jokes in the movie, 
It's yeah, because he's like the weight. he's like the he's like conflicted about all the bad stuff that goes on, right. and he's just like, just let him off. Like I, I recommend letting them off without a thing, but right, I'm so I'll loyal to my it. job that 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 I so have to do this anyway. Dan Aykroyd comes out, and he's the judge. Can right. you go ahead and try to describe Dan Aykroyd for me? Uh, I, I wrote two notes for this movie. Okay. One of them, Dick knows. Yes, so that's a literal dick nose. Literal. I'm not trying to be funny here. I'm not cracking jokes. The the he's got a rubber. He's nose. like a shriveled penis, and yes. then the tip of his nose is like the tip of a dick. This is real, and this is. Yes. You, I'm not making this up. This nope. is a thing. And it's a PG-13 movie. Is it? Actually, I don't know. I can't imagine. If it, that it was PG-13. Well, oh no, they do say know. fuck, don't they? Yeah, but anyway, anyway, so he's like, he's like lemony snicket, like melted. Right, Lemony Snicket's that guy, right? That Neil Patrick Harris. By the way. What? Lemony Snicket, yes, melted. Okay. It was PG thirteen, by the way. Wow, so, um, I feel like PG thirteen in the eighties was a little. <laughs> more oh yeah, they got away with now. a lot more. Um, but yeah, like Lemony Snicket melted, and like he's just like kind of like this like hideous dude, but then he's also like, um, like extremely like conservative into like Shire law, right? And then, but he's also he had he's, a, he's, he's an really? engineer. He got his engineering degree from somewhere in Ohio. I kind of heard that. So he's got all these like gadgets and gizmos yeah, all so around the entire the, house. the entire mansion is like a lot of gadgets and gizmos and trap doors and mm. slides and old timey music. Yeah, like and that that's where stuff. I'm saying this that could have been so much fun. Where like yes. the, like them scrambling around this mansion that has all these traps and crazy pranks and things that fall over and like slides. A rated and, R Home Alone right horror. But also comedy, like they, they, they that. But instead, could... this happens. So he and, uh, decides to uh, put them in. He decides to capture them, I guess, because right. he pulls a lever and then a trap door opens and they fall into a bunch of dog toys. Right, because he he doesn't. It comes out later that this guy doesn't like bankers, and he thinks Chevy Chase oh, is right. a banker, even though he's he just says, like, no, I write several a times I'm not newsletter. a banker. Right. He's like, you're still a banker. And he likes to me more because she's a lawyer. And he's like, oh, maybe we can talk and hang out later. <laughs> um, no, and then, and like, then we have a nice that? little side scene uh, with uh, one of the Baldwin brothers. Oh, Daniel. Yes, was it Daniel Baldwin? It was, I, yeah, I looked it up because I was like, is this young He's like, drinking and doing coke, and right. then... Um, this basically the same thing happens again where they get pulled over and then instead of being nicer to the judge like Chevy Chase and Demi Moore were, right. uh, they were mean. Well, and, they also, and they also did harsher things like right. drugs. Yes, for and sure. had a gun. And so instead of pu- uh, pulling the trap door button, he pulls the convey, conveyor belt. The, the floor belt. convey is what it said. I actually <laughs> yeah. had to pause and watch it three times. I was like, what? I see what's happening, but I don't know what that button says. And then, so yeah, he, the conveyor belt like pushes them outside, which mm-hmm. does one of my least favorite things in movies, which is they're all like falling over this thing that would be easy to get up and step off of. Oh, yeah. And oh. they're all like, whoa! it's like just get up and step off it it's the why movie, are you falling it's the movie version of when you're playing a first person game and the guy can't like walk up a curb <laughs> you know oh, what I'm sure yeah, yeah it's like just you could you could jump out of here invisible walls right <laughs> right but yeah and then it, it takes them to this thing so then it cuts back to the the organ like machine that like mm-hmm. and when i say organ i mean like pipe organ that sure. like has all these traps and then uh Aykroyd pushes a button that says bone stripper and it, it it, it turns out this thing they fall into is a roller coaster. Yes, with like a cage around it. Right, which you, they still could have gotten out of. And then the Bone Stripper song plays. If you didn't notice, there's right. a song no, I called did. Bone Stripper. Was that was that unique to the movie? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. Anyway, 
So then they go up this roller coaster and easily could get out because it's going very slow, mm-hmm. but they don't. They're just basically like wiggling around in the roller coaster. Like, what's happening? What's happening? Mm-hmm. Then they go down the hill and they get knocked off of the roller coaster and thrown onto another conveyor belt. And the slowest moving conveyor right. belt I've and ever seen. And they could, seen. again, easily get up and walk off, right. uh, but they don't. They go into this giant skull mouth. Mm-hmm. With, with like these uh, sharpened pistons, yeah, like sharpened pistons going up and down, yeah. and then they they get, get their bones stripped. They get fucking tore to shreds, mm-hmm. and then the a- exit of the machine it's like a wood is their chipper, bones. and they just get spit out. And All it's the making, bones, like, and it's like cartoon noises. noises. Yeah, boink, yeah. Boink, ding boink. dong ding, and then everyone's fucking horrifying. Yeah, everyone's horrified. Yeah, because it's not cartoony enough to be slapstick. Right. And it's not... It's like you just murdered these people. And it's not realistic enough to be... It's Yeah, it's so fucking weird. And, and just quick aside, John Candy was like... Like, John Candy's sister, who's, like, also a cop, was like, hey, you know what's going to happen. You should stick around. He's like, no, I don't want to. Like, because, again, he's torn about right. what happens. And then that's kind of one of the last times we see him. And then um, so then they go to dinner, right? Oh, yeah, so they, they, they open the trap door that they got... Dubbed, like They the, meaning Chevy Chase and Demi Moore and the Brazilianers are... Was right, sorry. And then the, the the sister cop was like, come on, it's time for dinner. And then they go up to dinner. Right, and then so <laughs> then they are served hot dogs, but it's not hot dogs. They look like floppy gray brats, essentially. Yeah. And then like they make this super awkward joke where they're like, oh, yeah, he's like, they, they pass around appetizers, which is ants on a log, which right. if you're not familiar is peanut butter and raisins and celery. Because mm-hmm. uh, it looks like, it looks ants, like on ants sitting on a log. Yeah. Uh, which was like, okay. And then Ackroyd makes some comment about like, oh, who's ready to have dog for dinner? Right. And he says it's kind of like that. He says, and then, he's like, so what do you want on your dog? Yeah. And they're like, we're having dog? He's like, no. But uh, to their credit, I wasn't sure if they were actually going to eat a dog right. or if they were going to pull that one out from because under me. Because the movie's me. been kind of terrifying so far. Yeah. You could easily see them. T- but it ended up just being like a, a dog. Totally. And it just ended up being just like a gross looking What do you think the most rot. delicious kind of dog is? Oh, um really yeah hot no like like animal dog like if you were to eat a dog already eat a dog no i would never eat a dog i am saying hypothetically what do you think the most type of the most delicious type of dog would be okay (laughs) right i would say maybe maybe a sharpay pug mix okay because it kind of looks like bacon I can see that. I'm trying to think of what would like be most like a cow, like a Bernese Mountain Dog. Because oh, that would be too. I would be too sad. I would never time. again. I never I eat know. a dog. Neither would I. I think we've made that very clear. But you made me answer. Now you're right. Dance. Like golden retrievers would be too gamey. I feel like okay because they do like playing games. Right. And Chihuahuas, there would be not enough meat on there. It would be like eating a. Ah, uh, they eat a lot of Taco Bell, and you like a lot of Taco <laughs> That's Bell. Racist. It's not racist. It was their ad campaign <laughs> for ten so years. Racist. It was their ad Chihuahuas campaign for they live in Mexico. No, so they was, eat Taco Bell. Did you not remember the talking Chihuahua <laughs> that said you quiero Taco Bell? You don't remember that? Uh, I guess we'll have to have to. Have on Chihuahua. Chihuahua. This, that's a funny, quick funny story. There's, I was out to lunch with a buddy, and there was something with Chihuahua cheese on it, and mm. he was like, what the fuck is Chihuahua cheese? <laughs> Chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> well, your friend is an idiot. Mm-hmm. Stamped and approved. Idiot. Um, so then they fucking... So eat they, the hot dogs, and he he uh, he, meaning Dan Aykroyd's uh, character, throws like all these condiments on it, like mustard and ketchup. And, and the mayonnaise. condiments are on a train that comes. Oh around yeah, the table, right, right. The train is, like breaks apart, or the table breaks apart. We're leaving out a huge detail here that is actually important. Yeah. 
I'll ask you the question. Who served the hot dogs? Oh, um, it would be... Are, wait, are you talking about um, John Candy's twin sister, who was played by John Candy in drag mm-hmm. and doesn't say a word for the entire movie? The justification is there that she's mute. Right, but my, the real is probably that he doesn't didn't want to speak. Yeah, probably. Because it's too embarrassing. It was so awkward. Oh, my God. And I'm not saying a, a man in drag is awkward. I am all for that. Sure. But it, it, it was but, just done so weirdly. But the man so in drag weirdly. was the joke. Right. It was and that's so when poorly. I don't like it. I agree. It's like, look how funny a man in a dress is. So per the IMDb trivia, this movie was based on two things. Okay. One, uh, I guess Dan Aykroyd when in the 70s got pulled over in some town and he had to go to court at night. And like that, that's where that part comes from. Sure. Okay. And then the other part was he, he like somehow the thought entered his mind of John Candy and drag and he couldn't stop laughing. Okay. And then it got to the point where he... He like, it was like, I have to do something about it. So he combined those ideas, and that's where this fucking movie came from. Oh, and the third thing is that he got abducted by aliens, and they gave him a crystal skull, and that's how he made the vodka, and got so drunk off his own vodka that he thought this movie was a good idea. I have a Dan Aykroyd signed crystal skull uh, vodka. Crystal yeah, head. did you get abducted by aliens, too? Maybe. Is that why he gave that to you? Maybe. Mm. Maybe what I did. What did they look like? What did, they look just like normal. Dan Aykroyd? They look like normal everything. Oh, God. I don't know why he suddenly changed and. Oh. Changed into what are you talking about? This is my Why normal voice. Why are you sitting voice. like that? Why are you sitting like what? I sit like normal you, human you're being. Si- you're sitting like you have something right up your butthole. I don't have anything up my butthole. I don't have a butthole. Whoops. Oh, Whoops. I got you there. Whoops. I got to go. Pew. It's fun getting into trouble. Voop. <laughs> Voop. I, don't I, send that up there. Go. Ugh, get it back down. I, We're I, not done with this review. That yet. was me teleporting back from the spaceship. <laughs> okay. Okay. As me. The, it can't all be the same. Uh, 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 effect though. Look, I've got two noises you heard them both today. Which one's Voop and what's the other one? Voop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they fucking whatever. They're then the, and the dinner and the other point of the dinner is that just to like elaborate on how disgusting Dan Aykroyd's character right. is. And he's this very is the first disgusting. time you see the dick nose up. Close. And then they get into the bedroom, and then for some reason, like Demi Moore starts kissing Chevy Chase over and over and over again. I didn't get that. But it wasn't like real kissing. It was like mwah, 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 mwah. I'm so. In love with you. and But she looked like she didn't really want to kiss him at right. all. And he was kind of... He also didn't look like he wanted to kiss her, no. to be fair. And then she dropped the line in the movie. I don't know if you caught you're this. You're nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble. Well, she, yeah, she says, you're nothing but trouble. I got to go lie down. I'm mm-hmm. like, what just fucking happened? She's yeah. hated him the entire movie up until this scene. Yeah. But like, she's like, I'm always attracted to the wrong type of guy. Oh, God. I don't know. And then they fucking go to the attic, right? Yeah, because the bed like flips around because right, no, the, the painting watches them, and then, then is this when? Oh no, yeah, they run away. They escape to the attic because it's implied that John Candy, the cop, has a conscious. Oh wait, sorry. During dinner, the Brazilianers jump out the window because they're tired of this right. life, and then they bump into John Candy after swimming through a river of dog puke. Yeah, it's it's muck. It's whatever. And then John Candy's like, "Hey, I can." The the Brazilian people were like, "Hey." John Candy, you can save us. And then he's like, come on, don't you want to go on vacation? He's like, I don't know. I've been working for the judge since I was eight. He's like, but you, so then you really deserve a holiday. And John Candy's like, okay, I'll let you go. And that's the last you see the Brazilians for a while. <laughs> yeah. Until the end. Yeah. And then at this point, it's implied that John Candy is going to help people. So he, I think he helped them escape into right. this attic right. where, go ahead. Um, so then they find all these IDs and uh, like uh, newspaper articles mm-hmm. about missing people, right. and so it's clear that he's murdered 
hundreds of people. He being Dan Aykroyd. Yes. Yeah. Um, the judge. And then like they, but you, like all the people who were missing were quote unquote bad, right? There's like a Nazi and then there was a. Jimmy Hoffa. Jimmy Hoffa. Like, but then bad. there were, there were Hare Krishnas. Yeah. Are they like, forgive my ignorance here, but are Hare Krishnas bad? No, I, I think, I think. Because they did say the line after they listed all those people. Oh, they were just all a bunch of creeps. I I think there was a small joke knocking Hare Krishnas, but I think also part of the point that the movie was trying to make was like anybody that was against the morals or values of Dan Aykroyd's oh, okay. characters. I, I get character, that. Excuse me. I, I think because that's they mentioned the Hare Krishnas in the same line as Nazis and Jimmy Hoffa, so right. I was like, oh god. Yeah, it was. It was. But also, I don't think Jimmy Hoffa, was Jimmy Hoffa bad. Uh, I thought he was. I don't remember. I think th- there's always a joke that he was buried in the. Uh, something to do with the unions. We're really good at. I remember history, if he's a union buster. Or we don't know like if Jimmy Hoffa human... or Hari Krishnas are bad or yeah. good. Union busters are bad. He, he, the the rumor was always he was buried in the end zone in the Meadowlands or the right. New York Giants. And then they go down a dusty slide. Yeah, and, uh, uh, Jimmy she, Moore goes to the right, and Chevy goes to the left, left. when the path splits. And this this was like one of the fun parts where I'm like, wow, there's like you know secret passages. Yes, and this slides. is where I thought they were going to use this fun right. stuff, and that was fun. And then for they, four whole seconds, and then he goes into a pile of bones. Chevy Chase does, mm-hmm. and then then he sees the possibly most disgusting. Sec, I would say second most disgusting thing in the movie, okay. which was oh, um, so the pile of bones is in a wall behind Dan Aykroyd's bedroom. Yep, uh, and then Dan Aykroyd's like singing songs to himself. I did like the old timey music. I felt like I was playing Bioshock. Okay, uh, it reminded me of Bioshock a little bit, sure. but Bioshock done so poorly. But uh, Bioshock's a great video game series if you're not sure what I'm talking about. But he watches Dan Aykroyd through a hole in the wall take off his dick nose. Like, like literally just a, take it off. Right. And then underneath are just bones, like his, his bones and yeah. his like, muscles. And yeah, bones. it's like a prosthetic nose. It was actually decent makeup. It was fucking horrifying. It, why? It was a good job to the makeup artist. Yes, but why? Why is this in the movie? Yeah, why is it Why the, is he taking a penis off of his face? Right, and then he takes his leg off and goes to sleep. For like 10 minutes. right. Uh, and but what happens in those ten minutes? Digital Underground shows up. Yes, the band, hip hop band, yeah. Digital Underground. Uh, which I'm not sure if you caught so, this. So really quick though, okay, something happens in between before Digital Underground shows up. Oh right, so Chevy Chase. Do you busts, remember what it well, is? A couple no, things. it happens outside. Oh, um, I do. I'd like you to the take this. One. Most horrifying part of the movie, I w- would argue. I, this this was the most out of place part of the movie to me. <laughs> there, uh, so Demi Moore sees these two figures outside, and they are played by Dan Aykroyd and some other guy. I forget his name. I, I don't even think they but, credited him. Um, they are essentially giant, deformed, sweaty disgusting babies yeah like almost like real life garbage pail kids yes but like I those mean, cards there, garbage pail kids but there was a movie garbage pail kids and they looked less disgusting than these guys this was so gross and there's no reason like there's no they're, reasoning they're, behind they were like so they were almost naked except for for diapers right, right. and then they have these big Four fat nipples. suits on yeah yeah they each have two sets of of man boobs they look like slug people yeah and they they're greasy and like drippy and then they each have a tuft of hair at the top like a baby would right and then they talk like this don't they they, but they they just nobody understands them but they don't like their grandpa grandpa they're not allowed to go inside we're not allowed to go inside because we remember their names uh, one was Bobo, and one was Lil Lil Dobler or something. Lil like Devil, Lil Devil, like Lil Devil. Devil with a B. Yeah, but the other was Bobo, I believe. Yes, that was that. De- Bobo was Bobo Dan and Lil Lil Devil. Right, and then they were like playing cards. They so uh, mind you, um, what's her face? Uh, female mean, John Candy. Oh, sure. I forget the, uh, Eldana or something. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 
finds Demi Moore outside, and then she picks her up. She's going to throw her down a tube of fire. Right, and then Bobo no will double save her. For, like, again, they're like no the reason. nicest guys in the movie. And these honestly, the most likable. Hard Except to look for at. how they look. Right. Why did they have to look like that? There's zero reason. There's zero justification. Everything in this movie is disgusting and horrifying. For no reason. And there's a time and a place for that, but it was not in this movie. What in the living fuck is going on? It is so weird. But Everything is gross. But then they cut back to the inside of the house where... Um, the digital underground show. Digital underground show. So uh, Dan Aykroyd has to go to court because... Like they're like they're listening to hip. They're speeding. They're going seventy five and a fifty or something. Right. And like he, Dan Aykroyd descends in this like chair that's like part of his like engineering. But then he like comes back up. He's like, oh, I forgot my gun. Right. But then at this point, Chevy Chase had already broken into the room Mm -hmm. and like stolen the gun. And they like get into this weird like fight. (laughs) And Chevy Chase steps into a bedpan and like then he like kicks Dan Aykroyd with it. And there's just a lot of back and forth fighting. And it's like they're literally trying to kill each other. But then like. Ten seconds later, it's like, never mind. <laughs> right? Like, it just, like, kind of stopped. And he's like, oh, I got to go run this trial. It's, and then... Yeah. He chains him up and brings him down. And then going back to Digital Underground, not yes. sure if you noticed this. You know who was uh, in Digital Underground at the time? And who? in this movie, it was his first movie credit, Tupac. Really? Yep. Who, what character did was he? He was in the band. He was in Digital Underground. He was guy wearing the... lines? Uh, a couple. He was wearing the... He's guy wearing the Yankees shirt. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. It's I his, did not uh, notice that. Yep, it's his first film credit. Great, great first credit, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then... Okay, so then... Uh, then I think at this point they cut to the outside and... Oh, wait, no, no they didn't, they're not there yet. But they're... Okay, so then... Here's the, the kind of the most '90s thing to happen. Oh in a yeah, movie. it's so like and musical guest digital underground. That's exactly what it was. And then they start playing a song. Yeah, because because Eckerd was like like oh you're supposed to be musicians I'll huh? prove it and right. then they're like okay and then they like set up all of their things like they're like they're like turntables and they're like guitars and they they get their dancers in mm-hmm. and they like put on a like concert and at first like Dan Aykroyd's like oh this isn't mu-. like he doesn't say it but you, he looks yeah. like oh this isn't music this what is this hip hop this is not what I like do do so you you did your impression of Aykroyd before you sounded a lot like uh, 1980s Homer Simpson. What? I want to hear you know you know how he was like let's go out for frosty chocolate milkshake. Oh, I realized what I sounded like. I I, I, I thought I was thinking of the bug character from Men in Black. Men in Black, who played by Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, one of his best roles. Sugar and water. Edgar. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, he wore knee braces, so he wouldn't bend his knees. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, so they sing a fucking song, and then there's song. like sexy girls, and Jan Aykroyd starts to play the. He, the play, organ he rocks along a pretty them. sick organ solo. Is that him playing? Yeah, I, I would think okay. probably. I wouldn't and be then surprised. These, and I then feel the so bad are for like these rubbing sexy, his head. Yes, the sexy girls have to go up there and dance with Dan Aykroyd, who looks like a fucking living turd, and. Uh, like sexy dance with him. I feel so bad it for was, them. It was just so weird. Like it was so like weirdly objectifying and it was <laughs> yeah. weird. There's, I don't know. There's a lot going on there. And then, then, then Dan Aykroyd's like, okay, you're free to go. Yep. Cause they sang a song. Cause you're musicians. Right. And that's all they needed. Yeah. Oh, he's like, oh no. He's like, you're not getting in trouble, but wait, I need you to do me a favor. Right. I need you because I, so when Chevy Chase breaks out of the room, he bumps into female John Candy. Right. And he's and like, oh, you decide. made contact with her. And the law is you touched her. So you have to marry her. Right. That's then, really what happened. So then there's Chevy Chase, like, uh, says, I don't want to do this. You know, I, and this is I'm going to say this line for line because I, I had to look this one up. Um, he was like, you know, I, I can't marry her. You know, I just I, I don't think I'll ever be able to fulfill her needs. And then Dan Aykroyd goes, 
Oh, you'll slip on a pud collar. It'll be fine. You'll slip on a what? So, yes, that was my question. A pud collar? Do you know what that is? Um, I, I, I don't, and I don't want to guess. I'd I rather googled just know. it, and Urban Dictionary oh, informed me it's that right there. it was a cock <laughs> ring. A so pud collar is another name for a cock ring. So you'll step on or you'll slip on? slip on a pug oh. collar and oh, you'll so, be fine. Oh, like not slip on like slidey. Like, sl- oh my God. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Uh, Steve, I don't know. I don't know this anything. movie is so fucking gross. So then Digital Underground plays the wedding because it happens. Yeah. And then cut to outside. Um, the Bobo and Lil Devil are, are playing some card game with Demi Moore. And right. like now they're friends, even though she's in a cage. Right. And then they have to kill her. Bubble and little double do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They have to slice her up. And then so like Chevy Chase like escapes. Right. Or he gets put on the the bone stripper and then it jams. So right. Chevy Chase ex- escapes. It oddly jams. For no reason. It's complete luck. Complete luck. Although I will say he at least understood that you could crawl the opposite way on this very, <laughs> very slow moving conveyor belt. He at least tried that. But, he did try. But when he got on the bone stripper, he was just crawling the other way on the right. The, Nothing made sense. Nothing made sense. Um, so if, then if any he, of this is confusing, it's because it, it's it, impossible it, to explain. And we and we're we're describing this movie pretty much verbatim. Like yeah. it's it's we, we felt the same way. So then he gets it breaks. It just breaks. Yeah, and, and he starts to escape. So they they kidnap Demi Moore and they're trying to kill her unless uh, to lure Chevy Chase back. Right. Also, meanwhile, John Candy, the uh, male version, suitcase. packing a suitcase and puts a very interesting thing inside the suitcase. Did you notice? A shaving kit? A picture of himself. Uh, a picture of himself, a like in the army. Picture of himself. Yeah. Do you do you pack pictures of yourself when you go uh, when you go on trips? How long am I gone? Uh, let's go five days, six nights. <laughs> that. Wait. <laughs> it's called time traveling. <laughs> Hang on. Sorry, it, six possible? days, five nights. I was just seeing if that was possible. Might be. I, I can't think about that right now. Um, <laughs> quantum mechanics. Uh, six days, five nights. Picture myself. Yes. High school graduation. Okay. Framed? Uh, like uh, like Walgreens cheap frame. And we're talking. I'm talking right. like a, a four by six. Not how like an hot were you in this pick out of ten? I don't know how uh, how hot are frosted tips. Hmm. Did you really have frosted tips? And like highlights. Oh shit! I need to see a picture of this. I don't know if one exists. And we'll post one online. Yeah, if I if I can find it, I, I do. Uh, make so that they try to kill Demi Moore, and um, I don't he, fucking Chevy know. Chase, Chevy Chase saves her, and then they escape on a they, train. train. Well, there's a good line on the train. So they're running to get jump on the train. Chevy Chase gets it, and then Demi Moore is running. Okay, and she's trying to reach out to Chevy Chase, and uh, she's like, I can't. It and Chevy Chase goes, Trust me, and then she grabs on. Oh, yeah. Like, first of all, why does what does trusting Chevy Chase have anything to do with the fact that she can't run fast enough to catch up to the train? I don't know, but it gave her some speed, I guess. And I feel like he was really strong in this movie. I mean, I guess he is kind of a tall guy, and she's probably, I don't know right. how tall she is. Okay, but... so they escape on a fucking train, right. and then they go to the police, right? Yeah, they go to the police, and the police act like, Oh, you're crazy, like. Because they like you know draw out on a whiteboard all these things right. that have happened, and the police are like looking at them like you're nuts. This can't be really happening. Right, and but then the next scene, they're like have bring a SWAT team to the the, the house. Yeah, they there. instantly believe them. I was like, right. okay, that's like, do you believe them or not? And then and, they're like, we have a warrant, but we have to get him to come out. And he's like, well, do, well, maybe I could try. Chevy Chase says. And then so they just send. Oh no, Demi Moore offered it up. Then they send both of them to the front door. 
Right. And all the police aren't hiding. They're just standing immediately behind him. So, like, right. what the fuck is the point of that? Right. I guess we find out, don't we? Well, yeah. And so they, they open up, uh, the judge opens up the door with uh, female John Candy. And at first, you know, he's like, I, I don't know who these people are. We're just a lonely old couple. Right. And then he's like, but you got, what did he say? There's a bee. You better watch out. There's a beehive behind you. Behind you. And then all the. They, yeah, they, they turn men. around and it, there's a, a pan, like a, not a pan, there's a, a shot of the, uh, like the entire crowd of like 400 police officers yeah. that's like, hi, a judge. Right. It's like they're in on it all along. They're all friends. And so then, for again, for no reason except for luck, the. The whole area is built on like a coal mine. This comes up a couple times during the movie. Mm-hmm. And then everything just starts to fall apart and and it's everything exploded. breaks apart and the yeah. earth rips asunder and everyone and falls. The in. mean female cop is in the outhouse, which sinks into hell. Right, but well, there's well. no reason for this to happen. It just right. happens. Although I will say there, there is a real town in Pennsylvania. I think it's called Centralia, Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. Um, which has happened in, right? Yeah, it's still going on. There's like a permanent underground mine fire. That it's like basically a, go- a ghost town now. I think the population is like twelve. Well, John Can- or uh, Dan Aykroyd really did do his research. He did. He? Yeah. So uh, maybe I think it was a documentary. And then the Brazilianers took John Candy to Brazil, and he's like their uh, bodyguard or something, head of security. Oh yeah. So yeah, the, that was a nice little ending. If you if you real if you were thinking, hey, you haven't talked about the Brazilianers for a while, I think it's because they kind of just forgot. I feel like they wrote themselves into a corner yeah. when they put them in the car. They're like, we're going to do something with them. And then, like, at the end, it's just they, like... They, meaning he. I guess he wrote yeah. them with his brother. Like, his brother wrote the yeah, teleplay like Peter or something. Or something. Yeah. Um, but th- then they're in Brazil at this mansion, and then they're like, the, in the most exposition-y five lines ever, it's like, well, now that you're our head of security, and you're my lover, like... Oh, yeah, he's banging the Brazilian. For no reason. No. I mean, I mean, maybe they're in love. But there's no reason that's explained to us. No, exactly. And it's like, okay, that's the last time we ever see any of these people. Right. And then it cuts to the ending, the right. ending, which is uh, Chevy Chase back in his penthouse, and uh, Demi Moore is there too. And there, this, this was the one part of the movie that I, I liked, mm-hmm. and it was a word. Okay. And Chevy Chase is like, you know, doing his Chevy Chase, you know, kind of uh, what's his um, Griswold uh, Clark Clark Griswold, like kind of like. This felt very Clark Griswold, his little, like, nap nightmare where uh-huh. he's, like, kind of reenacting everything that happens. To me, Moore wakes him up. She goes, hey, hey, Chris, I think you're having a nap mare. And I thought um, that was a great word. There you go. That's the only part of the movie that I liked. <laughs> okay. That is, or, like, that was my, if I had to have a top three moment, that was number one. So then he wakes up from the nap mare and w- turns on the TV and she's in the shower right. and he's like, babe, you gotta come see this. This is news coverage of, like, all the fire and right. explosions. And, and so they, like, apparently they... They strike oil, and so then then they're like, oh, here's a guy rummaging around in the remains of the city, and it's the judge, and he's like, it's okay, we're going to go to my son-in-law's house. We're coming for you, Chris, and holds up his ID, yeah. and Chevy Chase is like, no, no, and like you falls over crash. the back of the couch right? and is running away from the TV, and then you hear the crash. You go hear ahead. the crash. It's just very cartoony, uh-huh. and then the final scene of the movie is... Please, I, I couldn't do this the justice you're going I'm to. I'm probably not going to, but there's a cartoon hole in the wall. In the shape of Chevy Chase. And and it's like ADR of Chevy Chase going like, you're not going to catch me. And then the movie just ends. That's it. Which, <laughs> That's the end of the which if you've listened to our uh, Hurricane Heist Storms episode, uh-huh. that had a pretty sudden ending. This one was a hundred times worse. Hurricane Heist had a plot. I'm saying what? I'm saying this ending was worse. Right. I, I guess my point was Hurricane had a plot, so I, 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 I feel like 
okay, you deserve to have a beginning, middle, and end. This movie didn't. No, it just like random it, shit happened. Yeah, for, for the no sake reason. of time, there was a beginning, middle, of an end. Like, it started and it finished, and it was a motion picture. That's all that made it a movie. But, like, it was the most convoluted storyline. It was jumped. disgusting for dis- no for no reason. Yeah, and it was, it, it just, I I didn't. Everything was ugly. Like, the it was apparently a $40 million budget made like in eight. 91 and made $8 million, yes. Yeah. And the, again, the the only time I was like, oh, that's good, is when he said netmare at the end. <laughs> And at the the one time when I first saw the judge come up and like all the like mechanical stuff was happening, the old timey music was playing, and like I said, I was like, "Oh, this kind of reminds me of Bioshock, the video game," Ugh. which I like. And then it immediately that feeling of of, of happiness immediately went away. <laughs> and then he has a dick nose. There's dick a nose. picture if you if you search for nothing but trouble, you'll see a picture of Dan Aykroyd in his costume eating a bite of the hot dog with all these condiments on it and it's the it's where the dick nose looks the most like a dick nose and it looks just literally like a shriveled dick yep that's it's um, insane and awful remember last so, week you were like i wish i had a wood etching of me saying something about diamonds and a slip and slide yeah. or something i wish i want a wood etching of you saying it's where the dick nose looks more like most like a dick nose okay and i want that in your kitchen as well okay thank you we'll have a lot of we'll have a lot of wooden etchings in my kitchen i hope so i live in a log cabin made of ridiculous (laughs) wooden etching quotes from terrible i'll take it home Uh, um nothing but trouble was nothing but trouble it was (laughs) i'm gene shallot by the way oh um and it was just awful there was almost nothing redeeming about it besides the idea that there could be something fun to be had with like a a nightmare death trap house like yeah um and it was disgusting and i hope to never see another second of it ever again and i give it a seven out of a hundred um bad report cards there's i read a story like just briefly when I was like kind of doing like Google research on this afterwards that Roger Ebert like notoriously hated this movie. He decided to, he refused to give yeah, a review. Of course he did. He refused to give a review besides like his thumbs down. And I guess when he saw it in the theater, it was like him and like a bunch of like teenage kids uh-huh. who were like being rowdy. I guess he like, when the story goes, he went up to them and he was like, Hey, could you be louder? So I don't have to hear this anymore. <laughs> oh, Roger. Right. He's fucking great. Um, I, I, um, even before you said you're seven, my number was four. Four yeah. out of a hundred bad report cards. I if I never watch this again, if I never even think about it again, that would be fine. <laughs> but it truly was nothing, nothing but, but trouble. trouble. Oh damn! Why did you make <laughs> me do that? It truly was. It's fun Hunting getting into, into trouble. trouble, boing. <laughs> Let's send this one up the tube. I'm yes. gonna do it, and do not fucking say voop. It's my moment. Okay. <laughs> Don't you. Dare. Stev? Steven? Do not. Poove. Poove. That's fine. <laughs> I'll give you that. Okay. All right, Steve. Well, uh, we got one more quick thing here on the list. All right, what do we um, got? It says trouble. Uh, well, the whole list says trouble. We were doing, that's what and then it says the in parentheses the concept of. The concept. Oh, the concept of trouble? Like, yeah, so I'll, I guess I'll just ask you a simple question to okay. kind of wrap up our es- episode here. And then I we'll said esopode. Esopode. <laughs> Esopod. It's going to be a good esopode. I like it's esopode. Speaking of, ever had Six. some Baileys? I don't like Baileys. Yeah, it's gross. Um, yeah, then you can ask me. Okay. But Steve, have you ever been in trouble? Uh, yes. What is the 
I guess let me let me rephrase this. What's the most you've ever been in trouble that you feel comfortable discussing in on this podcast? Okay. Um this the, the story that comes immediately to mind. Uh-huh. Uh I was probably 4 or 5. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> and my sister making a comeback. She yeah. was she's like two and a half, three years older than me. And our mom used to take us to get haircuts at this place called the Kevin Maple Salon. That's just sounds really cool. Yeah, it was on the second floor. Hey, man, my name's Kevin Maple. How do you want your haircut today? Uh, like syrup. Why bro. are you talking? Like, why do you always gotta talk? I'm not. Damn it, Steve. So you always talk so like so me when we're talks. doing a bit. So <laughs> every talks. time I do a bit, you match the voice that I do. That's how we did Chunk and Dink. That's how we did the previous bit in this episode. You're always just matching the same voice I'm doing. That's not how we did Bowser and Italian Restaurant That's true. Guy. That's true. But then it was just me. It was just right, me right. as George, the Italian <laughs> Restaurant Manager. Uh, well, well anyway. go ahead. So this is where we would go to get our haircuts. And our sister, my sister and I, we were close when we were kids. We're still close now, but, you know, close kids. And right. we thought it would be fun to play Kevin Maple and cut each other's hair. Oh, shit. And okay. it's, I mean, I feel like I'm not the only person to have the, I cut my sister's hair. Like, I cut my hair, got a bad haircut when mm-hmm. I was a kid story. But I, it's my first memory of my mom being mad. Oh, shit. Okay. And she wasn't like. Did you cut, so you cut your sister's hair? We cut each other's hair, but okay. she didn't, like, my mom didn't realize this happened until, like, the second Let's person was, like. Kevin and I'll never forget, we had, like, um, I'll, I'll never forget these. Uh, the, you know, like, safety scissors. Yeah. And my favorite line about safety scissors from The Simpsons, where Ms. Hoover's like, Ralph, these things can't even cut butter or something like that. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, how'd you hurt yourself? These things yeah. can't cut butter. I don't remember the specific, but um, they were, they were pink and, like, they were shaped like a rabbit and it's like the, the, that's cool. The, the sheer part of the scissors were the ears and sure. like the eyes were the, the, the blades or something yeah. like that. But that's what we used. And my mom was like, like probably not actually mad, but like, you know, like you got to scare that your kids yeah. sometimes like mad. And then we got haircuts by the real Kevin Maple later that day <laughs> because we had to, we had to fix, <laughs> fix what we broke. Wow. Did so you have a shrine to Kevin Maple in your house? Do you think my mom might've, Oh, wow. She liked Kevin Maple that much. Nice guy. Was he a hunk? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Dude, I want to meet this Kevin Maple. Is he dead? I, have, he alive? I don't know. Google him. I, do, you he, think he, do you think he still has a salon? Possibly. I was a cash cow, man. Really? Oh, yeah. So what was it called? Kevin Dude, I grew, up, I, grew up, I grew up in Southampton, New York. That's one of the Hamptons, which is not to say I grew up with money, because I, I need, let me make this, uh, just let me just say this. The Hamptons are a very normal place to grow up. It's it's the all the rich people and all the money comes in the summer in the form of tourists. So I googled it. Okay. Um, Kevin Maple Salon is still up and running on Job's in Lane, Southampton, New York. On Job's Lane. On forty six Job's Lane, number B. Yep, second floor. And it opens at ten a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> you should make you should make an appointment. <laughs> yeah. I I I don't know if there's hey, a price list there. Strong. I would I would guess a, a haircut there is at least a hundred dollars. I need to see a picture of this Kevin Maple. He's got Kevin be... Maple was ten years old. He knew what he wanted to do. Be a hairstylist. Oh man, he he's, he's still kind of a be, hunk. He, he's got to be in his sixties or seventies. The KevinMapleSalon.com. Yeah, he's he's still rocking it. Yeah, I would good say for him. he's a very good-looking older man. Yeah, I yeah. I Kevin mean, Maple, 
He owns a salon in the Hamptons the You've last done it again. 35 years. You've done he's, it again, Kevin. He's, he's doing fine. I'll give you my quick uh, trouble story. Oh, go ahead and give that a rating. I'm sorry. Oh, um, being in trouble? That's Yeah, that specific instance. That specific instance. Um, I'm going to give it like a, a, a 47. No, I'm going to go 54 out of 100 bad report cards because – um, in the end, like it's like I said, it's my first memory of my mom being sure. mad, and like she was definitely like pissed, but like she probably wasn't actually mad. And it's like kind of a cute story. Yeah, it's like right. kind of a funny story that like when I think of me being in trouble, that's what it's probably it's by far the worst thing I've ever done. I'm sure, but like it's what <laughs> it's what comes to mind when it's like, what's the most trouble you ever got? Into? I got a, I got a similar one. Okay. Um. So is it about when the the dog bit your balls? No, I already gave that story oh. when I was drinking on this podcast. And you didn't. And you didn't. Oh, I guess you okay, didn't get in trouble. Okay. So. <laughs> Um, next up, we have my story, which is Christopher <laughs> uh-huh. Mueller. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I know we've introduced this so many times. And uh, so it was when I was a kid, and um, I think I must have been seven or eight. I'm going to get details about this story wrong, but I'll try to remember it because okay. it was told to me recently. But uh, um, Friday nights was pizza night at our house. Cool. We always uh, made classic. Had pizza, like usually frozen pizza, and watched a movie. Awesome. And each week was the person's uh, different kids' uh, turn to choose a movie. How many kids are in your family? Uh, well, my main family was three. I'm the middle child. I had an older sister and a younger brother. And that week it was my sister's turn to choose the movie. Okay. Um, I always chose something along the lines of Aladdin or Nothing a goofy movie. No. <laughs> God, no. And um, this week was my sister's turn and she chose The Little Mermaid. And I did not want to watch that bullshit if you catch my drift. So I took the plate. I see what the tide is bringing in here. I took the, pl- <laughs> I took the plate that I was eating my pizza on, uh, and slowly walked outside, and apparently like kept eye contact with my parents as I slowly raised the plate over my head and then shattered it in the middle of the street. <laughs> <laughs> this is something you would do as a joke as 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 thirty year old Chris. Oh yeah, for sure. Which, Except thinking about an eight-year-old doing it is like a like psychotic. It is. It's like the good son for like Elijah Wood and fucking yeah. Macaulay Culkin. It's but in my head, like you were even though you were seven or eight, you were still probably like five ten. <laughs> yeah, but never not six foot four. Right. Um, but no, I was I got in real trouble for that one for so many reasons. You probably gave someone a flat tire too. Yeah. Oh my god! In 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 Watasa, was it called Wauwatosa? Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. Watasa. I don't know. I, I mean, there's. Let's be honest. There's probably a Watasa, Wisconsin. <laughs> it's all yeah. It's all it's all it's like W's and Nas. Yeah. There's I mean, Menominee Falls. Your, ooh, that's a fun uh, word. Yeah. Menominee. 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 Anyways, I give my uh, trouble a 98 out of 100. That's a great story. That is a great <laughs> story. Because it's fucking hilarious. Because I can see you doing that right now. Like, this is how we're going to end the pot. You're going to walk away and just slam <laughs> a plate, but probably like on my head or something. Right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, send this one up the tube, Steve. Can I boop this one? You can. Yeah, you yeah, go. yeah. Boop. Oh, he just pressed a button and it shot up. But yeah, that was the electronic pooping system. Wow, the you EVS. got that installed? The EVS, yeah. You, when you were um, when you were when you were telling your story before, I wasn't really. You installed the new EVS. Wow, yeah. I didn't even know it came in. To, yeah, well, it came in through the tube before. Um, it, it was when I came back down from the alien ship. I brought it with me. Right. Yeah, we got our. That's where we get our. That's where we pick up our packages. <laughs> hey, Steve. Uh huh. Um, that wraps up our episode. So, hey oh. guys, uh, if you got stuff that you want to hear us review, send it up our tubes. Mm-hmm. Um. 
and send send us things to review. You can find us uh, on Twitter and Instagram at, at ReviewUniversePC um, or at TheReviewUniversePodcast at gmail.com or on Facebook at, at TheReviewUniversePodcast. Um, send us stuff you want to see us review and, and we'll, we'll review them. So um, we've also already gotten packages from people who yeah, want to have us review exciting. stuff. So you'll, uh, you, you will be hearing some bonus episodes where we open up these packages and review the contents. I'm pretty excited. Me too. Um, go ahead and find us on Spotify and iTunes and rate and review us, please. Yeah, that's super important and um, helpful. Absolutely. Um, the phone number is 805-REVIEW-POD, um, or 738 738- Eight seven six three. Call us and leave us a message of stuff you want to hear us review. That's true. You can be the second person to do so. My mom was the first one. That's right. <laughs> um, our art was done by Sterling Martin, and we're gonna go ahead and send this one all up the tube. Steve, can I use the new uh, EVS? EVS electronic, electronic looping system? system. Oh my god, I'd be sad if you didn't. Thank you. All right. How do I do? So I just hit. I just hit zero. You push the button that says "voop." Oh, okay. Um, do I put the the tube in before or after? Uh, I would no. You prime it. You got to push it a few times to get the like okay. the airflow going. Yeah, there you go. And then now just watch your put it in gently. Watch your fingers because that's gonna okay. suck her right up there. Okay. All right, and then just just let her go. Boop. <laughs> that's right? so much fun. It's super fun. <laughs> I also like that you said boop, which means that the system might be malfunctioning, or there's a cute dog in here and you touched his nose. I did, and now I'm gonna touch yours. Yay. Oh God, I hit his eyes. Steve, I'm oh. so sorry. Oh God, where, um, where is? Oh, where is the Steve? Oh God. Um, here, let's get you to the hospital. We, where's we're stuck in here. Wait, how do we get to the hospital? What? Oh God, Steve, stop, stop running into things. Oh, careful. Oh God, Steve, no, Steve. Oh God, oh God, Steve. <laughs> I'll fix you by next week. Welcome to the Review Universe. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, I need to restart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck was that? You, you just kind of did this thing. You were like, "Welcome," and I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> you look like you had a stroke. <laughs> All right, All right. I'll start over. Okay. <clears throat>